Pori, she's like popular girl, cool, fun, but secretly she has to take care of her little brother. I just, <laughs> not that different. <laughs> And welcome to Love It or Weeb It, where we let you know if we love an anime enough to recommend it to everyone or if it's just for the worst of the weebs. I'm Annie, and my secret that no one knew about in high school was that I'm afraid of butterflies. Like, deathly afraid, or just like. Like, if they get too close to me, I'll cry. <laughs> I think I did. I think I have heard that before, and I didn't stick in my brain because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, don't take me to the Academy of Science in that butterfly dome. I will cry. <laughs> I'm Jeff, and. My secret that no one knew about in high school was that I acted like a huge pervert to get attention and for make people to make people laugh. And in reality, I was the most prudish person ever and couldn't talk about anything like that seriously. Is this true? Which part? Because I'm still a huge prude, but the pervert part. Oh yeah, <gasps> I would like Jeff. jokingly hit on like every girl in class and like. <laughs> If you're new to the podcast, each week we watch the first three episodes of a new anime and cast their votes to love it or weeb it. Today we're covering Horamiya, which is available subbed on Funimation and Hulu. But before we jump into Horamiya, Annie, what have you been reading or watching in the realm of anime? Okay, so I've been blackmailed into watching Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> so I'm doing that. Yes, I, f- I forgot about that. So you actually started it? Uh, well, I started from four because I'd watched the first three episodes before. Like a decade ago? Like, no, like two or three years ago. Oh, right. You weren't, you weren't think- born a decade ago, right? Shut up. And I do think I need to go back and watch it from the beginning because I was like, okay, wait, who are all these people again? Yeah, that doesn't... Yeah, so I messed up. The opening's good, though. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Stands up the test of time. <laughs> so that that's your uh, conclusion. Coming up opening, still good. Yeah, I just need to go back. I need to rewatch. But hey, look, I am watching something. So I realized after I talked a bunch about Cherry Magic last week and also weeks before <laughs> that there was one final note I forgot to complain about. And I was so oh burned God. by this that like I'm still really mad about it. So it's been like a month. <laughs> But so I talked about all the problematic, like, oh, are they like, why are they so PG about the kissing and stuff? Like, it, and I don't, and and also like, do, they never actually kiss on screen. So I'm like, is that like a thing where like the actors are going to tarnish reputation if they kiss on screen? All that stuff. Put that aside. The thing that really upsets me is that one of the things I had heard about the show before I watched it was that the the main two actors were like relatively unknown. So like they were like one of their first roles or something. I only heard it vaguely, so I didn't ever check on the details. And the main character, I think I mentioned this when I first brought the show, like he's supposed to be this really schmucky guy who's, you know, obviously never dated in 30 years or whatever. And I remember watching it at the beginning being like, I don't know, he seems really attractive. Like, I don't get why everyone's telling him that he like, everyone's saying or the whole premise of the show is that he's not attractive and i was like oh, he seems pretty attractive and also he's supposed to be 30 and i was like he looks so young for 30 well turns out he is not an amateur actor he is a professional actor that's been working for years and is a model and is only 26 and so now i'm mad because he is not 30 he is not attractive he like i thought like part of the appeal was that he was like supposed to be someone who <sighs> i guess the acting worked because he looks like he doesn't have any confidence in himself but then i look at like his model photos and i'm like oh god he has so much confidence in himself now I'm mad. Okay, and this is the whole thing you wanted to complain about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm mad. He's not 30. He's nowhere near 30. <sighs> like, I, I watched it. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe my life at 30 is not so different from this life. And I'm like, no, he is a professional model. He's 26. He's probably 25 when they film this. Ugh, he's a baby like you. Okay. Listen. <laughs> <sighs> 
That makes me feel inferior because he's a professional model doing all these things. We're the same age. I'm going to die soon accomplishing nothing. What do I have? This podcast. <laughs> uh, we're professional podcast models, yes. No, That's we're not. Somebody pay us for this. <laughs> Jeff, let's start a, a Kofi. Coffee? Kofi? <laughs> Everything except for Kofi. I think anything <laughs> else is acceptable except for Kofi. I like Kofi because it looks like Lo-Fi. Let's start a Lo-Fi. Oh, eat shit. A Kofi. <laughs> I was considering whether we should start a Patreon just to pay for your Funimation subscription. Oh, yeah. Can we have a shared account? We could. No, but then you'll see that I'm watching everything last minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I'm watching is Laid Back Camp, which continues to be super sweet. And the thing I really appreciate about some of the episodes this season is how it, I think it's true the first season too, like depicting the main character, I forget her name, um, generic Moa girl, how much her solo camping. And like, I think in the first season she was more... She hadn't really, like, the first season was the story of them, like, forming a friend group. So this the second season, like, while she's solo camping, they're still, like, texting all the time. And it's, like, very cute seeing this, like, independence while also still being, like, using technology to stay in touch with everyone. So, I don't know, it just reminded me of times where I've, I haven't traveled a ton solo, only for, like, a couple days. But, like, I have really positive memories of, like, wandering around Hiroshima alone while texting friends and then, like, feeling kind of like I wasn't alone because I was texting people or posting on Twitter and, and like, seeing interactions with people on Twitter and stuff. And, I don't know, that's what it reminded me of. And it's very sweet. That's good. I imagine if I was, if I was solo traveling for more than, like, two days, I would get very frustrated by it and not like it at all. Well, anyway, Leah Bank Camp, good. Annie, bad. That's rude. And you're wrong. And accurate. So, what's Horamiya about? Oh, I have to say that, huh? That's, that's, you're, you put this into the world. You have this child. You have to raise it. Okay, here's my child. Um, so, Horamiya is about two angsty teens, I guess. <laughs> well, they're not that angsty. But they're kids in high school who are like, Hori, she's like popular girl, cool, fun, but secretly she has to take care of her little brother i just not that different i don't understand the issue here um and miyamura he like looks gloomy and quiet at school but at home he takes his glasses off and he's still kind of quiet but he also has piercings and tattoos not really a big difference here i don't understand the conflict but they get to know each other and love who knows? And that's the story. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. I feel like this is... Um, so I have some experience with this series because I had read the first couple, first two volumes of the manga a couple years ago. And I was really sold on it. And I was always kind of like, oh, I'll get around to reading more of the manga someday. And they never did. But it's weird because I think the the premise or like the um the pitch of the series is very uh thin <laughs> like i think for miyamura who is i think there's more of a contrast between miyamura's uh, in school and out of school personalities not personally uh visual yeah, appearance definitely. because he goes from like wearing his hair down looking like a stereotypical nerdy otaku and then out of school is like has his hair up has piercings has huge tattoos and is like very fashionable and stylish whereas Hori, on the other hand, is like, she goes from wearing makeup to wearing less makeup or not wearing makeup. Like, that's not that big of a contrast. Like, and yeah, like, I feel like with Miyamura, there is an interesting contrast from those two appearances. But for Hori, it's like, 
okay, that's very, very thin premise. But I think that where the show and series really shines is just like, okay, this premise is very thin. Who cares? Let's get into the actual like interactions between all the characters. And that part, once the show actually gets into the character relationships, I think is really strong. Should we do our initial verdict? Oh, yes, we should do our initial verdict. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Loved it. Okay, I was waiting. I, I haven't, Why I haven't made up my mind. Wait? You're supposed to say it at the same time. <laughs> this is like when mind. you're just like, okay, we're going to jump in the pool on three. Ready? And then you just throw me in. It's like, we're going to jump in the pool on three. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going in the pool yet. Get in the pool. The water's fine. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm surprised. I thought. I was expecting you to find it to be like too boring. I'm surprised. It, you know what? They did a good enough job of me liking the characters for me to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I like the side characters too a little. They're not as interesting, but I really like Toru and um, Yuki's there. Um. Yeah. I. Hmm. Get I do really water, like the series. I definitely want to keep watching it. But I feel like this is exactly the type of show that has done a huge disservice by trying to judge it after three episodes. Because like, I feel like if I were to judge like a whole twelve season, twelve episode season of the show, like then it would be much easier to like say whether the whole thing, the whole experience, is worth watching or not to someone who is on the fence. But from these three episodes, it's like. Uh, I don't know if this is your thing, you'll enjoy it. If it's not your thing, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I think I would just be like, if you like kind of slice of life or romance anime, I would like to see more, obviously, but for now, I'm like, this kind of hits like it's good, it's casual. I don't have to worry too much about like anything crazy happening. It's not Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the big twist in episode four comes in. I can vibe. I'm, I'm kind of curious if there'd be like a twist. I don't know. I love, um, Miyamura and Toru's relationship. Like, I'm obsessed with them. Like, what fun bros. Um, <laughs> Just I... guys being dudes, you know? <laughs> so so technically, this is a shonen manga, but... Okay. I thought it was like a web series. So that's the thing. So it's originally based... So so the started off as a self-published manga called Horisan to Miyamura-kun, which, you know, just their two names with an and in between. Um, and then I guess that self-published manga was popular enough that it got, uh, like, published in physical form and then uh readapted by a an illustrator who like took the whole story and re- redid it um and that that was the first thing called horamiya and that was in a shonen manga magazine so like if you want to get like technical about manga categories and everything this is technically a shonen series but i feel like for shonen romances this has a very strong shoujo vibe and yes not in the way that like a lot of people use that to describe like nisekoi. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> but like, I think that's kind of true for nisekoi. But it's also like nisekoi is a harem, you know. Like, yes, that's also true. There's a lot about if you look at nisekoi, it's like okay, a shoujo series wouldn't be like this. Wouldn't be like all about all these girls fawning over this guy. But this does feel much more like natural. Yeah, natural. It's like it definitely does still have the like shonen sensibilities of like being. Like I think it's more predominantly from the male point of view um i'd say yes because he sits in the protagonist seat i think <laughs> well that's just that's just any anime that doesn't that no, transcends but, genres but um hori doesn't sit in the main character seat just me uh, okay okay true okay. you that's scientific evidence so he's the main character obviously um <laughs> i think the thing that made me feel reminded me of shoujo aesthetics was the uh the thing they do whenever like a character is kind of like I don't think it's necessarily lost in their thoughts, but it's like whenever it lingers on a character, it'll like have this um like their silhouette will kind of like separate from them a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? And, like there's a weird background behind them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that too. And like that feels very much like 
like the shoujo aesthetics of like really like living and breathing in the moment kind of like yeah i'm trying to think you know okay it's not as funny but it gave me similar vibes to um noazaki-kun mm-hmm. which which would be another famous example of like everyone calls it a shoujo manga but like technically shonen and like yeah like uh, those were the vibes i got yeah also like the scene where she was like oh i really love your your hands and like he's like <laughs> Okay, yeah, I love your hands. Yeah, that like... Honestly, this mutual pining shit is my jam. Like, <laughs> you idiots, just say something. <laughs> so, like, I think you've read a lot more shoujo than I have. What? Yeah, probably, actually. Yeah, like, I've been, like, interested in several shoujo, but, like, I don't think I've actually... How many have I actually read to completion? Not I haven't many. read a lot to completion, but I've read a lot of them. <laughs> um, so, like, I think you'd be more attuned to, like, whether this felt like that or not. Yeah, it also... I don't know. It didn't feel as annoying as a lot of shoujo's are of like, will they, won't they? I think it's pretty clear in these first three episodes that they're like interested in each other and it's not them going like, ah, what are these feelings for like a whole season? Like it feels like it's going to get wrapped up pretty quickly. And then, but if it doesn't, I'll kill someone. <laughs> the way that Miyamura was talking about whether Hori is interested in him felt to me very much like, felt like a shoujo styling of like, it's clear you are the main pairing to the audience, but the character's like, I don't know if they like me. And it's like, we know that she likes him. But it's not like he's like, I don't know if I like her. Like, that's, I don't like that in a lot of like shoujo manga. It's like, well, what am I feeling? And it's like, you like them. Knock it off. I think, I think it's possible that we get those scenes later. (laughs) I'm going to be pissed. But in these first three, like, they had, they seem to make pretty good progress, you know, for three episodes, already getting to awkward hand holding. Like, <laughs> hello. Yeah, the actually the subtitles of that scene. I guess, I guess this is mild spoilers, but like we're talking about such low stakes stuff that like, I don't think it is huge um, earth shattering reveals or anything. It's not like Hori is secretly a you know parasite that eats Miyamura. We don't know yet. We haven't seen it. Unless you mean in bed. Um, Ew. <laughs> I regret that. I regret it all. Cut this. But so mild spoilers ahead. But it uh, that scene where they're like they're talking to each other's hands. I was like, this is a little too cheesy for me. No, that's good shit. I love hand <laughs> comparisons. Like, oh, your hands are like pretty big. Let me put my hands up to yours. Oops, we're holding. Hand. That's my shit. I love it. Oh, uh, that like I just really like your hands. Like, oh, I just want to was... hold your hands. I like your hands. But the thing that I was going to mention is cute. that the subtitles for that were weird because they translate it as like them talking about liking each other's hands and then there's like a point where they drop the subject in Japanese and just start saying like it goes from like saying like tegaskida or something to just skida and they the subtitles switch from saying like I, lo- I like your hands to I love you yeah it like, doesn't translate as well <laughs> but like I think I think what they're just dropping the the subject and it's still supposed to be the implied meaning is still the same just like i think he was just saying yeah i really like this hand yeah i really like it but i don't know i was like just they are not reacting like they just had a love confession well because like i think when you drop the subject it could have just been like oh yeah i just love it like about the hand but like it could it could also be like i love you or like you more accurately i feel like i feel like it wouldn't be love i feel like it'd be like i like yeah the when yeah so much anime translates ski da as love, love you and i'm like ah. i'm like it's not that serious yet like we, we're not there right. like if the, these were like adults in a like big grand dramatic romantic setting like it was like a adult rom-com or something then i could see them throwing around that to mean i love you but like 
these are high schoolers who like can barely admit their feelings for each other. They're not saying I love you. Yeah, they can't even hold hands without blushing. Like what? <laughs> uh, what a time. And I mean, I appreciate the like, like I know I, I remember being in high school and like just the idea of hand holding was like, oh my god, this is like. Woo! This is like such a rush, but the like, the, like we don't actually like each other. We're not dating at all. But like, what if I just hold your hand? Oh my god, holding your hand. Oh my god, like I don't know that. Like, I guess, I guess I've only hand held after confessing feelings. Oh my god, the scandal. <laughs> Um, actually, hmm. I guess I didn't actually confess feelings. I, my feelings were so obvious that people told the person. Oh no, so someone else confessed for you. (laughs) (laughs) People told her my feelings and then she confessed to me. It was like, just get it over with. Wow. I honestly also... It gives me secondhand embarrassment to watch people confess in anime because that's just like not a thing I've ever seen anyone do in real life. So like watching someone be like, hey, like being vulnerable and being like, hey, I, I like you. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> like I get so scared. <laughs> I'm like, they're not going to love you back. And I was right. Sorry, Toru. You I really like it. him. No. His his true partner is Niamara, So Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I mean, like in the first episode, I was like, Okay, there's some there's some gay vibes here, and then like they just openly started saying that, like, wow, the power of love brought us to the same class. I mean, they started openly. The more they lean into it in the third episode, I'm like, okay, now they're leaning into it too much, and I'm worried that it's all a homophobic joke. But I don't know. No, I think it's that they're in love, um, <laughs> or they're just like really good bros. You know, the- I love I love their friendship. And that they just like beat each other up and they were just like, oh, I'm sorry, man. That was my bad. It's like, no, man, that was my bad. I didn't mean to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> See, like, I appreciate how Miyamura is like, I don't know, like it's it's like a very irrational bro kind of thing to like go from like getting, wait, no, he instigates everything. He accidentally punches him. Then he just like gets slapped and then keeps punching him. And then it's like, oh, oops, sorry. I, did I beat you up? Oh, oops. Like I hit he's you like, several times. Like, oops. He's like, oh, is this just because I startled you? He's like, no. No, I was a little mad at you. <laughs> yeah. I love his honesty. Also, that's that that shot of them of him sitting on top of him, you know. Stop. <laughs> Inappropriate. Uh, but they're so I love them on the roof. I wanted to know what Toru said because he said, like, what do you think? And then Miyamura was like, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> and then he like made it about him. So like a little selfish, Miyamura. But yeah, um, he didn't apologize for that. He either. didn't apologize either or ask what it was about. He's just like, hey, what do you think of me? <laughs> Um, it was cute, and also Toru said that he thought he was prettier than most girls. And <laughs> yeah, I, that, that like, was very What's happening right now. That was a very shippable moment. Uh, wow, this is um, this is such a fun show to watch. And that moment where they're on the, I guess a little bit on the roof, a little bit earlier too, where um, basically like Miyamura is reflecting on how he's always been alone, and then like recently because of getting closer to Hori, he's like part of this friend group, and he's kind of just like. It's kind of like imposter syndrome for friendships. Like he he doesn't yes. feel like he deserves to be in the group and hashtag relatable. Yeah, like he doesn't he doesn't articulate exactly this way, but the it really resonated with me the way he seems like he what he doesn't actually say in words is that like the vibe that I got was that he was thinking like if I wasn't friendly with Hori, would I be in this friend group? And that resonated with me a lot because in in high school I was I was friends with a lot of people in school but like didn't hang out with anyone outside of school basically Mm. and i was like really sad about it for a while and then once i started dating uh my girlfriend in high school like kind of like got integrated into her friend group and then like hung out with people outside of school all the time but i was always kind of like 
am I only in this group because I'm dating her? Like, and everyone would be like, no, no, of course not. And, you know, once we broke up, it's like, okay, no, that, that's been clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like wow. that feeling of like wondering, like, are you like the way that Miyamura is like wondering like, if he's really friends with these people or not? And like, I don't know, it just it resonated with me a lot. And I guess you can have that kind of like imposter syndrome for friendships, even without that specific scenario that happened to this similar to me. I think it's just like in like a very common feeling and experience. And I was like, oh, maybe this is why I, I simp for this dude. But it's just like... <laughs> I don't know, like a lot of times it's just like, are these people actually my friends or am I just in the group chat, you know? Yeah. And I, don't, I just, it's nice to see him express those fears and then also have them get kind of erased because I was like, oh, it's probably that way for me too. People like me, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, like I definitely do never have never had the courage to like explicitly voice those fears to other people and then have them like reassure me, or whatever. Well, I I like that Toru showed him without like completely like Miyamura didn't have to completely be like, I feel like you're not really my friend. He just said like it feels like things are I don't know. And then Toru's like, You're weird, but it's cool. You're fine. And then I was like, ah, Thank you. <laughs> A good boy. <laughs> I the thing that I simp Miyamura for though is um I don't know why this like stirs my feelings, but like Okay. <laughs> I think it said that I haven't finished my thought. The seeing him and this is early on, seeing him like be such a good friend and caretaker of Hori's brother, mm-hmm. that was really the moment where I was like, Oh, he's like he's hot and he gets along well with kids. Hmm. That is a good sign. Um, and like, I don't know why that like triggered an automatic like like feeling him. in my brain. Like, like, oh, he's great. I love him. Because like, I've never had that any, like, I don't have kids. I don't even have younger siblings. You're so, getting like, old, Jeff. <laughs> but like, I, I've never had, I've never in my life had a, you know, like romantic relationship that like, like bordered on, like that where that was even like a factor in the in the equation. So I don't know why it, and it, maybe it's just getting old and <laughs> my natural biological instinct to, I don't know. Chill. Protect children. (laughs) No, it was great. It's a good sign of being a nice person if you're nice to little kids. So um. yeah, I think I think it works so well because it's like, oh, she sings other side. Like he seems like a nice, quiet kid in class, but like outside class, he's all like not 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 nice, but like he's intimidating. He's like way too stylish, but then he's still really sweet to this little kid. So like, yes. Also, was obsessed with his look the first time that he shows up at her door. Like his piercings were crazy, and you appreciate that? Yeah, I was like obsessed with it. (laughs) I was like, that's such an impractical piercing, like the one on his lip that like went to his ear or something. Wow. Good for him. (laughs) I don't have the confidence. Okay. Actually, honest question. Where are his parents? Does anyone know? Because they let him get a tattoo. He's underage. I don't know the rules in Japan, actually. But like, how do you get a tattoo? (laughs) This doesn't feel like the kind of series that would slack on details like that i mean they run the cafe or not the bakery that he gets his stuff from Ah, uh, yes maybe they're just busy all the time you're right you're right maybe he was like i'm getting um i don't know i can't make a pastry related joke about tattoos okay. like if he's getting a pastry on his stomach like that doesn't make any sense that's not a joke that's not a thing this isn't content let's move on Okay, so I looked it up. This could be wrong, but the internet says that... Okay, some websites say that it's illegal if you're under 20 to get tattoos. At all? Yeah, well, because like here it's illegal if you're not 18 unless you have parent permission and then you still have to be 16, I think. Oh, really? Huh. 
Mm-hmm, but I don't Wait. know if they are there because they're like That's... more against tattoos than we are. Huh. So I don't know how he got these tattoos. I mean, there are always places you can go to get things done illegally, but maybe he's maybe he actually joined the Yakuza. Well, he just like seems like such a sweet boy. I don't know if he'd be such a rule breaker and like go to some illegal tattoo <laughs> shop because he gets nervous touching someone's hand. Well, that's what's so mysterious about him. Where did you get these tattoos? I need to know. Watch them just be like henna. <laughs> Ugh, that'd be really good. Somebody give him a hug. His parents obviously are not there enough. But they give him all the sweet baked all the sweet baked goods, so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I do I was a little hungry when they kept having cake. Oh, <laughs> uh, I it's weird looking back on like what I remember of reading the first two manga volumes, because I feel like there was some stuff in these episodes I don't remember. Maybe it just faded to my memory, faded out of my memory, but there's some stuff I don't remember and some stuff I was excited was looking forward to. I'm like, oh, that hasn't happened okay i'm confused but uh like i remember there being more development of the side characters well maybe that's coming because um oh great transition for me going into my say you sidebar it's been a while but here we are do you remember like the student council president the one with red hair i assume you'd remember oh i don't i didn't notice he had red hair oh my god okay sangoku (laughs) um yes he has red hair jeff you should know this um but he well actually like there's like a lot of big voice actors in it but um he's played by nobuhiku okamoto which is um bakugo from my hero academia never heard of it oh my god i'm sick of (laughs) my hero what i'll kill you but um (laughs) i was like he's got to get developed more because they introduced him early on he's had a bat like a flashback with hori and like his voice actor is popular and probably expensive so like he's got to get more screen time later um i do want to know what dirt he has on hori but um oh he's cute oh my god the voice actor not the character okay thank you also he's 34 so you know that's appropriate yeah it's not age inappropriate uh, but i i don't know i was very like having a good time listening to all the voice actors because wait what oh okay sorry i misread <laughs> i misread the wikipedia page um because it says that he married um another uh, he married a voice actress in 2020 but i misread the, the the two in there and thought it said he married her in 20 in 2000 and i was like wait he's 34 but married 20 years ago how when he was 14 <sighs> but no it's 2020 so you interrupted me because you're dumb <laughs> and bad at reading <laughs> yes Anyways, so <laughs> um Miyamura is played by uh what is it Koki Uchiyama and he's um like Tsukiyama or no Tsukishima <laughs> in Haikyuu and then Shigaraki in My Hero. I guess it's just like a My Hero little reunion here. But um I don't know, I just really like his voice. It's so him talking all the time. I was like, yeah, another reason to simp. <laughs> Who else was I simping for? I guess the the girl who plays um, Hori is Haruka Tomatsu, and she's like Asuna from Sword Art Online and um, Zero Two from Darling in the Franks. Your fa- both, both your favorite series? Both my favorite series. Well, she's Haru from Persona 5, a game that I did not play. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but like, she's good at what she does. She just plays very um, simp-heavy characters. Wait, which character is this? Hori. Oh, Hori. Yeah, her voice actress has played a lot of iconic gals. Oh, she's uh, Rina Shinomiya in the Digimon franchise. I hate you. <laughs> she's basically a character that they like invented for one game and then just like have her universe hop between each game because I want to keep reusing the design. <laughs> yeah. Great. True story. Love that for you. Also, what do you think about Remy? I think I hate her. Uh, which one is... Oh, she's the, the, the one that like... She's a little pink hair girl with the pigtails. The one that basically like 
doesn't challenge her, but like, can I have Miyamura? So yeah, I don't like that. She's definitely that. Definitely seemed like they were setting her up to be the like shoujo manga villain. Yeah, but... like I get she's just annoying, but <laughs> but they also like didn't seem like she was that far from redemption, even in that setup as the quote unquote villain. I was gonna ask you, have you ever been in that situation where someone's like, can I have somebody? Yeah, either you doing the asking or you being asked. Absolutely not. <laughs> Oh, I have never been in that situation. I was hoping you'd have a fun story. A fun story about me kicking someone's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Or vice versa. No, I don't think I've ever even seen that happen. No one asks permission, I feel like. That's weird. I feel like you're just like, hey, I'm going to hit on so-and-so. I don't think you announce it. You just do it. And then people either get upset or they don't. You're just like, like, oh, my bad. Is she your girlfriend? No? Then cool. Like, (laughs) then back up. Um, yeah, never been in that situation. But it did feel like a very classic, well, I guess that, that like asking for permission to date did not feel like a shoujo thing, but like her coming in as like this, like kind of an act. Not gonna uh, anarchistic force, like coming in, like and just acting like she's joking, but not actually joking. But like I don't know, it felt very uh, shoujo villainy. Yeah, it felt like typical like shoujo villain thing. Because she's also like she got her in trouble earlier, so maybe she got embarrassed and she was trying to like get back at her or something. Oh, right, I forgot she was the girl from that student council scenario. Yeah, the one that messed everything up. Yeah, right. Yeah, in that scene especially, she felt like a shoujo villain for like uh. yeah, blaming. Like, people and stuff wasn't didn't they say that she was dating sengoku yeah i don't know if that was ever if that was like actually canonical if it was like the rumor that everyone was saying because they definitely said it like other characters said it very authoritatively and i was like okay is that true or you just like everyone thinks it because yeah why would she be curious about dating Myanmar if she was also dating (laughs) maybe she's Polly. you never know i don't like her but i do like I like Hori a lot. Yuki's cute. Honestly, everyone else is just fun. Yeah. What a good cast. I like most of them, and that's enough for me. It's just like, it's not like stressful enough to scare me away or like convoluted enough situations. Like nothing feels super out of reality. It's just like, hey, it's kind of like slice of life. And also I'm a teenager with a lot of emotions. And it's like, yes, okay, relatable. I'm here for I want to watch you work through this trauma so I don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's kind of it kind of encapsulates my feelings about the series as a whole so far. The ending song is so cute. It is cute. I don't remember the vocal uh, the actual song itself at all, but like the visuals, the the 3D models going around with this little like basically like toy. It's like a like dollhouse kind of aesthetic that they're going through and like changing environments and stuff and it's very it's very cute, it's very sweet, but like I don't know, seeing them like sitting down, like sharing cake and it's like, oh, it's so sweet. But also like, it's a little too saccharine. Like this is too much cake in my mouth right now. It's It's too sweet. It's too cute. It's fun. You know what? It's to balance out the opening, which is kind of angsty. There's a lot of um, silhouettes and throwing of things and flowers falling. And I was like, okay, (laughs) let's calm down. Uh, But yes, I love it. I would recommend to people who are just looking for something chill to watch. Okay, before we get into our final recognition, or before we get into our final verdict, let's do some Twitter questions. Um, first one from Happy X2 Meeting. We've only seen some of the cast, but what do you think about the diverse hair colors, and do you think they're dyed or natural in this world? Also, Toru, best boy, which I think you agree with. Correct opinion. Yeah. Thank you. You are right, and I, you are valid, and I need you to know that. I, I would... The only thing keeping me away from saying Toru best boy is that like he's a little, he is too single-mindedly obsessed with Hori. Um. Well, now he's obsessed with Miyamura. <laughs> but like those those are his actions. But like, he keeps 
He keeps like thinking that he's obsessed with Hori. I don't like that. Listen, everyone's dumb when they're a teenager. It's fine. I guess that's true. This is his mistake. Like I thought I was really into Kingdom Hearts and I made that my whole personality for a couple of years. I wish I met you then. I wish I met you then. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, I wore um, Sora's necklace every single day. <laughs> did you Did you go around school like if someone got hit by a boulder, you'd be like, "I'll make them pay for this." In Mickey, when voice? did people get hit by boulders <laughs> in your school? What kind of school did you go to? One where people got thrown through windows instead. What? Long story. Anyways, moving on. In my school, the most dramatic thing that happened was like people getting into a like violent fist fight over. Over how you pronounce girl? the pieces in Reese's Pieces. Oh, it's pieces. Yeah, not pieces. If you say pieces, I will throw you into the sea. <laughs> That's what happened. Ugh, it's pieces, you weirdos. Anyways, it's, it's the hair colors pieces, are but... natural. And I am in love with the fact that our Toon May characters have normal hair colors and everyone else has crazy dyed hair. It's great. A plus job. So, what, so okay. So I guess I was confused by the question a little bit. So they are, you think they're natural, aka these characters did not go out of the way to dye their own hair. Yes. So it's just an artistic flair that to us, they look like different colors. Or, or just like in that world, it's normal to have green hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think if the fact that the two main characters have very normal hair colors and everyone else has weird ones, it's like, I feel like those characters would not be the ones to have, to go out of the way to dye their own hair. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, especially Toru. I was like, would he dye his hair purple? I don't think so. No, but I'm into it. Wait, is that, is that purple? Yes, it's purple. Yes, got it. Yes. Oh my God, you're nailing it. <laughs> Well, I didn't, I didn't recognize red 10 minutes ago, so... Yeah, that is too bad. So that is brown. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, does is Sengoku's hair look the same as um, Sakura's hair to you on this little chart we have? I was also going to ask if Sakura had red hair. No, she has green hair. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate when people... people. I was going to say, I hate when people think that I get red and green confused and then... But you do! Uh, Sorry for making fun of your inability to see colors. I can't remember which anime or game, but there's like some some very iconic character with prominent green hair, and I didn't realize. And I was like, "Is it Deku?" Maybe no, I think Deku. I think I because like it's in his name in Midoriya. Oh yeah, but and there was a girl that had like very bright green hair that I just thought was like blonde, and then uh, yeah, it's a curse. What about this guy Akane? I don't think we've met him. I don't think we have either. But do you want to know what color his hair is? Is that a light green? It's gray? pink. Pink? No. <laughs> yes, it's pink. I'm not gaslighting you, I swear to God. <laughs> Have I told you stories about how I, or story, singular, about how I wanted to buy a DS case that was, I thought, white? And my dad was like, it's pink. And I think he wasn't being judgmental. It was just like... <laughs> He's just like letting you know. Yeah, I did not get it. Because pink would be gay. What about Siu uh, Yura, who I also don't recognize? Green. Why do people... P- green is not a pleasant hair color to have. I guess I'm a plant. Great. How dare you? I was thinking about dyeing my hair green. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. Okay, rude. One of the weird things I found looking into the staff that worked in the show. So first off, it's from Studio Cloverworks, who has recently done Promise Neverland, the Fake Grand Order Babylonia series, uh, Millionaire Detective, and also the season Wonder Egg Priority, which I think is kind of fascinating because they have wildly different styles. But also the series composition was done by Takao Yoshioka, who apparently did the series composition for Elfin Lead and High School DxD, which I <laughs> both are series that I'm like, gross, stay away from with a 10-foot pole, never touch because they're gross disgusting um but also watamote which i think people praise pretty highly and your line april which was pretty good 
So I'm I like, like that one. This is a weird range. I just would never expect someone to go from Elfin Lead to Hormia, you know? Well, there were some steps in the middle. Right, like Your Line April. Okay, that's much much closer. Oh, I guess mm-hmm. Your Line April is probably another series that like feels very shoujo-esque, but is in a shonen magazine. Have you watched that series? Your Line April? Yeah. I did. I liked it. I cried so much. Yeah, I really liked it, but like looking back on it, I'm like, it is very uh like both tragedy porn and also like it's not um Manic Pixie Dream Girl exactly, but it is kind of like it's similar. It's like, ooh, mysterious girl. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like sick. <laughs> her suffering to characterize the the male character, you know? Yeah, so he grows from it. Right. Which yeah, I look back on I'm like, mm, maybe that wasn't the best show. Yikes, but also did enjoy. <laughs> Yikes, but also I'm in tears and it's so cute ooh, and crying. <laughs> Love it. Love it, but yikes. Love it, but uh, cringe. Next question from at Talizy Artist. What's your OTP? Miyamura x Hori or Miyamura x Ishikawa? Can't I just have both? <laughs> I, I, I know that I like on paper I should ship the main couple, but like there were too many times watching these episodes where I was like, oh, they're too cheesy. It's uncomfy yeah. to watch them be so cheesy. I want them to be happy, and that's I ship them all with happiness. The only there's only one bad pairing in the show, and or two. Okay, two possible bad pairings. Okay, what are the bad pairings? And it's it's basically anyone with the young sibling, the young brother. Ew, shut up. <laughs> Aside from that, everyone's on the table. I kind of don't want Miyamura and Hori to get together. Because you want there to be drama, or? No, I just, I think they're so cute, but I like their friendship. I kind of want them to be like, you know what? I love you, but like as a friend. I mean, I like their friendship, but like... They are already more than friends. Like the fact that they're hanging out and like he's basically becoming a surrogate brother to the other brother. Like, like then they could just be bros. And then when they keep hanging out, even the little brother isn't even there anymore. I'm like, this is not normal kids hanging out behavior, especially since Hori is like friends, and he just mm, comes over every day. You've never had a friend come over every day. No, I just told you that I didn't have any friends at home. I thought I had school, and I cried about every night. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, I had friends, and (laughs) and I would go over to my friend's house after middle school every single day. I had friends in middle school. Okay, cool. I didn't go every single day, though. Oh, and like in through high school and then like summers in college, I would go to my friend's house every single day because we're friends, and that's what friends do. They have um, abandonment issues, and they have to be with each other 24-7. I mean, I didn't have friends who like lived nearby, was a, a big constraint so it was like ah. getting a car and stuff was a pain oh i would just go home with them after school and then make my mom come get me later <laughs> oh i did have one friend in middle school who was close enough that i could walk but like it was gonna it was actually he was on the way to my um bar mitzvah practice my synagogue so i could like go hang out and then <laughs> like the last five minutes be like oh crap i need to study my torah portion and then <laughs> walk to the synagogue oh my god how was your Torah portion, Annie? Um, really good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good improv there. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, typical, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, you know, some uh some You know, twelve years old, practicing. I don't know. I was thirteen, thank you. Wow. You were thir- I thought you were supposed to do get ready for when you were thirteen. Oh yeah, I guess I was preparing when I was Yeah, 12. so you were twelve. Okay, fine. Because it's for oh, God, I know more than you do. <laughs> Uh, wait, is there any more questions? Yes, there's one more. Um, okay, last and most important question from at Corona Bono. Healthy-ish cake alternatives? 
Oh, I have a good one. Well, I think in my heart it's cake, but cornbread. <laughs> Cornbread's not any healthier. Yeah, it is. There's less sugar. Okay, good. And there's less no sugar. frosting. Unless you put like what I do is I put a ton of butter like in it when it's still warm. Oh, yes. Cornbread. Cornbread's cake. I stand by that. Yeah, I uh wait, you stand by that it is cake? Yeah. So it's not a cake alternative. Just kidding, it's not cake. It's a cake <laughs> alternative. Eat cornbread. <laughs> Ooh, what about a nice zucchini bread? The zucchini bread is not actually healthy, though, is it? Like it's it's healthy-ish. Did they say healthy? No, learn to <laughs> that's read. True, that's true. Like <laughs> I mean, zucchini bread is like is zucchini bread any healthier than banana bread? Uh, you know what? Banana bread's a good one too. Banana bread is not healthy. Banana bread is just like banana and pound cake. Delicious. It is. It's amazing. I have bananas that are rotting. I can make banana bread. <gasps> banana bread time. I think cornbread's probably the best answer, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's your first answer, so it must be the best, I'm sure. Yeah, my instincts are never wrong. Yeah, I, I am not good at healthy-ish alternatives because I'm lazy. Cornbread, baby. Now I want some. I made cornbread for Thanksgiving and it was just disappointing, so. Well, maybe you should get good. That's true. How did you mess it up? I didn't mess it up. It just wasn't very good. Like, I, then you I messed did very it simple recipes because I did, like, I was cooking, like, six things at once. So I was like, I'm going to do the simplest recipe for each one. And that was a mistake. Yeah, you got to add a little razzle-dazzle to it. <laughs> and by razzle-dazzle, you mean like a pound of butter when it's hot. Just let it melt yeah. in. Yes, absolutely. And good butter. Not like that lame $1 butter that is great for bake, like like baking the, what's it called? When you put it on the pan, not baking, you coat the pan. It's good, <laughs> it's good for that. <laughs> but it's not good for like a topping, you know? I've never, do you go to the dollar store to get $1 butter? Like No, it's just like at the grocery store, they have like the $1 butter and it comes like with four sticks or something. All butter comes with four sticks. Yeah, but it's like a dollar for four sticks. I've never, are you sure this, is, this isn't the real grocery store? I think you've been gaslit. Yes, it's the real grocery <laughs> store. It's like a dollar. But like what you want to top your cornbread with is none of that. I don't even know what it's called, but it comes in like a gray box. It looks a little haunted. But you want to get that good shit. You want that Kerrygold. You want that Land of Lakes. You want, oh God. You want some good butter. Margarine? Is that what it's called? The fake one? And that is one of the alternatives. Don't get that. I grew up with margarine only, so like... I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. I've had it. It's fine. But you really... Oh, splurge. <laughs> get that Kerrygold. You're worth it. Okay. Okay. Well, Hormia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Final verdict. Um, Loved it. It's fun. It's not like groundbreaking or revolutionary, but it's still fun. See, now I'm going to, I don't want to be the villain. <sighs> it's fine. Be the villain. Because like. Follow your heart. I'm very much, I'm not on the fence in terms of my own enjoyment and wanting to keep watching it, but I'm very much on the fence in terms of how much I would champion the show and tell everyone else to go watch it. Like. I would just be like, hey, you want something chill and you want to simp over somebody? <laughs> So why is it okay for you to simp over this high school age boy? But if I look at Yuji Tadori from Jujutsu Kaisen shirtless, then that's a problem. So I'm not looking at this boy shirtless on purpose. On purpose. He's just there showing off his tattoos. If it's your phone background, then it's not on purpose. It's just you, just, it's you can't not avoid it. It's my phone background. Listen, sir, I would never expose <laughs> myself like that to the world. Uh, Listen, I do need to know where he got these tattoos because this feels illegal. That, that's that's the kind of boy he is. Is it? So yeah, I like I th I think based on this uh, this prison of a rating system that we had developed. I have to weep it. I hate you. But if it weren't for that system, like I would definitely wait until watching the whole series before making up my mind and deciding whether to yeah. push it on people. Like I think it is 
it's kind of thing if someone is interested in slice of life chill stuff if they're interested in like it's not a flashy exciting premiere kind of show and i know a lot of people with very broish sensibilities towards anime that would be like well the titans haven't attacked so like what's the point and yeah so i feel like it that's what makes me hesitant and i also i also feel a little conflicted about like championing like whenever there's a series like this that's like shoujo-esque but not actually shoujo i feel bad that it's taking spotlight away from actual shoujo series like i wish that actual shoujo series got this much love in their adaptations and popularity and i feel bad i feel like i don't ever look at what the show is categorized as like i had no idea what the show was categorized like shoujo or shonen or whatever I was just like, I'm just here to watch and it's good. And like, I feel like the categories don't really matter. It's just like what the show is. Yeah, you can say that, but it's like, it's similar to being like, oh, I just watch action movies based on whether they're fun or not. Oh, and the fact that like 95, 99% of them have male leads. I don't even care about that, but I just happen to end up liking all the things that are led by men. You know, like that, that's like. I feel like that's completely different because that's content because it's content like it's about men. This is about a girl and a boy and it just it doesn't have to be like i would never say that yona of the dawn is like a shoujo series unless i knew which i do know that is like it's technically like shoujo but like it to me like that's not shoujo doesn't really matter that the protagonist is a girl it's like it's an action series and it's like a historical action series also everyone go watch yona of the dawn it's very good it just happens that the main character is a girl Mm -hmm. like in this one the characters are like it is like an even split like the main characters are girls and boys so it doesn't really matter that it's categorized as shonen because to me it's like oh it's about a girl Mm -hmm. like what is like chihaya furu categorized as shoujo i don't even see shoujo but i don't actually know because that's chihaya she's the main character that's a sports anime she's out here she's doing it oh it's jose so it's for adult women that is surprising it's for all of us if you don't watch chihaya furu don't talk to me (laughs) i haven't seen chihaya furu yet don't talk to me Have you seen the third season? Yeah. Oh, I didn't expect that answer. It came out like a year ago. Yeah, and you haven't watched anything in the last year. That's not true. I've watched so many things. I just hate them. <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess like my fr- my like uh my trepidation about recommending things that are my uh, like about that shoujo versus shoujo thing is more like on a meta level of like looking at the things that get um love from a meta level and it's like it does seem like if something's in a show in a magazine it gets put on a higher playing field and like gets more attention and stuff and so it's not really about the content itself at all but uh well, i think it's just because the platform's bigger right which is frustrating that there is that discrepancy between platforms well i think it's just because like if shonen jump is that most people i'd say like anime fans or casual anime fans they don't know what shonen jump means they don't know it's like shonen's like boy or like young boy they just know like that's anime and manga yeah they come to the shonen jump app and they're like where's my attack on titan yeah they just don't know they don't understand <laughs> they don't get it but like like if you put vampire knight in like you're like oh yeah show like shonen jump stuff like if you had like put that in there people wouldn't really know like if that if it was on the app that it's like not shonen i guess so they just like people don't know what that means it's just like shonen jumps become like a recognizable brand and i yeah. feel like that's the biggest failing of shoujo is it hasn't had something brand itself really well but the thing is that's not true as much in japan like that that's definitely true for the landscape of english localized stuff here but like in japan i mean i 
I think that there are magazines that are like our iconic names and stuff. But yeah, well, I don't know them. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> and if they so, were big enough, I would know them. So that's their fault for not being popular. You're right. They should all get Annie's seal of approval. They should get good. <laughs> all right. So those are my mixed feelings and why I will be formally weaving it. I'm sorry, but keep, but I will keep watching it and, and liking it myself, but I hate you. Yeah. So Annie, what non-anime thing do you want to recommend? All right. I won't lie to you. I don't have something this week because I'm still watching Hotel Del Luna. <laughs> I, you can recommend that a second time. I'll, I'll let you slide one time. Thank you. It's really hard when I'm watching like two different K-dramas and they're 16 episodes and I've tried to get through them because that's like 32 hours I have to watch by the time I talk to you next and then start a new thing. <laughs> I mean, that's not surprising for how much you watch K-dramas. <sighs> it's really taking up a lot of my life. But yes, Hotel Del Luna again. I'm more... I cried in the second episode. Like, what's wrong with me? But I also finished Tale of the Ninetale. Um, oh, God. Unsatisfying. La- well, okay. It was satisfying as an ending, but it didn't make sense. And it made me angry that, like, there were so many plot holes. Can someone please message me about this? I want to complain. <laughs> well, my recommendation is um, very normy, very basic. And it's the new Marvel show, WandaVision. Oh, I was thinking about checking that out. But then I realized I didn't have Disney+. Plus. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I I really like how um, apparently this isn't the first like the, in their initial plans. Like this isn't the first um, Disney Plus Marvel series they would have initially planned. But I the, whatever changed their plans and ends up being the first Disney Plus Marvel TV show. I really appreciate the audacity of how it ends up being a show about like a show about television in general. Like it's a meta approach to storytelling that I really appreciate. But yeah, it basically is. Um, each episode is a different pastiche of a like decade of sitcom television and as a fan of sitcoms in general i really appreciate that and like uh we're recording this at this point uh we're putting this at the end of january and there are three episodes out and i've seen people be frustrated that like they don't really enjoy the the humor in the sitcom setups or like they're just like frustrated that they've gotten such a tiny slow trickle of actual overarching overarching plot but i really appreciate the humor in the sitcom setups themselves so i and the like really faithful recreation of like sets costumes like the kind of humor and how it varies from episode to episode i yeah i don't know like i really appreciate even if they didn't eventually break the format i would appreciate the format they're faithfully recreating and the um the hints at something bigger happening are a a really good cherry on top. So recommend it. But also by the time this comes out, like weeks from now, I wonder if the, uh, who knows how we'll feel about that show now or by then, because uh, I feel like it'll be interesting depending on where it goes. People might enjoy it more or hate it. I don't know. I probably won't ever watch it, but I'm happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate your support. Yeah. I just want you to have joy. Not as much as I hope that um, Hori and Miyamura have joy, but you know. Yeah, I don't believe you for a second. I don't think you want me to have joy. Yikap. <laughs> Uh, okay, so a branch just to hit my tree. The, the, the thing, tree window. <laughs> your branch just hit your tree. Branch just hit my tree. No, branch just hit my window. It's so scary. You admitted that you are a tree. <gasps> I'm gonna die here. <laughs> We're in the middle of a crazy storm in California, so. Uh... I know one of my friends just uh, messaged the Discord. It's like, "Hey, power's out," and I'm like, "Oh God, oh geez, you live ten minutes from me." <laughs> okay, so let's hastily wrap this up before Haney's power goes out. If you want yeah. to uh, complain about Hotel de Luna, no, not about Tale of the Nine Tail to Annie, leave a review on Thank Apple you. Podcasts. Or if you're mad at me for uh, we being this good show, you can also leave a review, or you can send us feedback about this episode uh, to our email, loveitaweeb at gmail.com, or on Twitter at love 
it. Great. And I elevated my voice at the end of that sentence to be a hint that you would pick up the next oh. line. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at any other name. And I'm at Jeff Lee Jeff. And join us next week for Wonder Egg Priority, Woo! which I am really excited for. It is a very weird show. Bye. Bye. And as we always say, don't throw stones at your neighbors if your own windows are made of anime. Speaking of things on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back in now that we've pushed record. <laughs> yes, this is important anime. This is important content. But uh, I think I mentioned to you that I was like, oh my god, this video is terrible. I can't link it to you. And it was um, it was someone going to, apparently the like, setting of Attack on Titan is inspired by a real life town in Germany. Uh-oh. And, and so she this this was just this woman going to the town and like it was it was really interesting and like there was like a map of the town that looked like it was like a walled city and stuff like it looked kind of cool but like the part that i was like oh my god this is so cringy is when she was like making like the the military salutes and stuff and i was like no no stop, no <laughs> like so embarrassing <sighs> stop being a weeaboo in public <laughs> So that's the stuff that like I'm glad that Attack on Titan the new season is like reconciling with because they're like it's it's understandable that people are like fans of those characters and everything and like want to look up to them as heroes and stuff and like they're really cool. Like I get it, Mikasa's amazing. But like at the point where fans are like going around doing military salutes, it's like, oh yeah. Can I tell you um one of the reasons? Because I like watched Attack on Titan when it came out because I'm basic. And um, (laughs) I'm so glad that it came out when I was, like, basically done with high school. If not done, I can't remember. Because the cringy weeaboo videos I saw after I graduated of, like, people, like, going to their school rallies wearing the, like, Survey Corps, like, outfits. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I I would have died on the spot if I saw someone doing that in real life. So I was glad I had moved on. I saw you tweeted that you were like apologetic about saying that people who watch Attack on Titan should grow up. I wasn't apologetic. I just said, don't take me seriously. I'm not sorry. What what made you introspect and regret your words? Um, I just looked at myself in the mirror and what I had become, <laughs> and I just had to put it out there into the world. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to rewatch an episode of Oron. And then I was like, I cannot make fun of anyone, <laughs> honestly and truly. Uh, see, at least Attack on Titan, it's like people are watching new content. They're not going back. They're, like, they're not like obsessed with the first season over and over again. Listen, I'm sad and I need to watch <laughs> people just have a weird time. Well, uh, Oran High School Host Club is endorsed by Michelle Visage of RuPaul's Drag Race. So I guess I do need to go watch it now. You've Oh, you've never seen it? No, I've always... It's always been like something I've been mean to get to, but never got to. You know what? I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts because I have nostalgia brain when I watch it. So uh, my vision is clouded, but it would be very interesting to hear what you have to say about certain episodes. Mm, I think I even like back in high school, like had episodes of it burned on DVDs that I was like, yeah, I'm going to totally watch this. And I never, never did. Wow. DVDs. Which that was like, it was a big deal for me because if I had to download it myself and didn't get it from a friend, I had, I had took like a week to download an episode. So. Oh my God. Okay. Speaking of DVDs, Horamiya. How is that? Okay. How is that? 
We'll oh, get to it. We'll okay, get to it. Okay. <laughs> there's like a scene where there's a DVD menu yeah, bouncing on the background. I forgot. And I was like, what in the world are you saying? Speaking of DVDs, Sephiroth, who premiered in Avon Children on DVD in 2007? No, that can't be right. 2005? I was very upset, first of all, that Avon Children was initially scheduled to come out on my birthday. And it was delayed until September. Very disappointing. Anyways, I'll start this. Can you hear the elevator right now? No. Okay, good. Cool. Can you hear the child screaming in the background? I mean, they just said, can you hear the child screaming in the background? I'll kill you. I swear <laughs> to God. I'm Jeff, and my secret that no one knew about in high school was that I acted like a huge pervert to get attention and for make people to make people laugh. And in reality, I was the most prudish person ever and couldn't talk about anything like that seriously. Is this true? Which part? Because I'm still a huge prude, but... The pervert part. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I would like... Jeff. jokingly hit on like every girl in class and like <laughs> this is horrible wait i need a better one then yours is funnier i had one friend who she actually ran the anime club for three out of four years oh no um and she i would like oh my god this joke is terrible i had study hall with her and like i was bored one time so i was like hey i'm thirsty um ew i, I don't remember how i phrased it but it was basically like the prep the, the point of the joke was like i'm thirsty if you were pregnant then you would be you would be Shut producing what? milk what? i don't even what? oh my god i'm like edit this out <laughs> I'm repulsed even just recounting this story. Oh my god. Listen, we all have problems, but yours are pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's also ironic looking back on that because she was the only person I knew in high school who was bi. And I was always like, whoa, so weird. What? Tell me about, like, that doesn't, that's so strange. Tell me about that. And now I'm like, hmm. Hmm. What what are these these feelings that you're? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, back to what we're doing. Don't throw stones at your neighbors if your own windows are made of anime. I didn't realize how fitting that would be for. <laughs> wow, you really nailed it. Like I think I wrote that I put that down when you were just, like talking about the wind, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it would actually things would be actually be hitting your window. <laughs> Not to spoil the surprise too much, but the new font of um, quotes that I found is. Ben Franklin quotes from the um, that thing he wrote, that book that was like, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about? Famous no. Ben Franklin quotes that he wrote under a pseudonym. I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, I want to say Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I know it's not right at all. What the <laughs> so hell? The <laughs> Farmer's ben Almanac Franklin? or something? Ben Franklin wrote the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> it's surprising, I know. but Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I was about to hit stop recording and I was like, let me get this. Let me get this back on you.